Yes. Um, hey guys, welcome to Honest Conversations with Alex Cubis. Um, I am sitting on Skype. Um, very international, very impressive, very um, bougie podcasting with... <laughs> who am I speaking with? Akadas here from Sydney at the moment. Uh, Arka is right in Sydney. Right on Skype. Yeah, pretty crazy, um, the world we're living in at the moment. I'm tired. I woke up from a nap like half an hour ago. Um, Arka is weird and kooky, and I think that he would be, he's going to be a great guest today. <laughs> um, I just, ah, oh, no, we were talking just before, Arka, and now I'm going into interview mode. As soon as like I hit the record button, I can't shake it. Um, yeah, that's something that I'm exploring in my own life and also through the journey of this podcast. Um so guys, uh, for those of my loyal listeners, for the first few episodes, um, you understand that I start every podcast interview the same way, and that's asking my guest uh, the, to finish these four questions. I think, I feel, I need, I want. Okay, well, right. Um, let's catch me off guard, but that's great, so I can actually yeah, have a that's the point. honest opinion. Is that, that's that's the vibe of the podcast I'm getting. Yeah. Um, okay. So I uh, can can you tell me the order again? Because I always forget. I think I feel I need I want. Okay. Well, I think I'm really enjoying this podcast at the moment because I I, I think it's allowing me to explore my spontaneity. Right. Uh, that's the first thing that came to my head. Okay. Cool. Uh, I feel a little bit stressed at the moment. To be okay. honest, a little bit anxious. Just because. Yeah. I have a few things on my mind that I need to get get through just for the next couple of weeks. Okay. Um, I want to go to the gym at the moment, actually, because I'm feeling really kind of unfit over the weekend. I had a little bit of a big weekend, so I'm feeling okay. a bit like, you know, uh, a bit haggard. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I need to go and exercise. I feel like I need to go and exercise. And what's the last one? Um, I need. <clears throat> oh, I need. Um, I need... Oh, I need a lot of things. I need, um, I need at the moment, I think I need, I think I, at the moment I need (laughs) to check in with myself a little bit. I think, yeah, Yeah, I I really need to just kind of sit and prioritize and, um, go from there before I start to, you know, lose it a little bit. Clearly Sorry, get... I'm sounding like a mess. No, not at morning. all. But that's, really but that's, that's the thing, right? I mean, a question, a question like that, like unpacks a lot of stuff and, actually forces you to evaluate where you are. Do you, do you meditate? I do actually, I do meditate. I want to meditate more, um, because I'm such a naturally anxious person. Mm. I kind of, um, you know, exercise and meditation are like my two sort of best friends. Um, I also think I'm a very social person as well. So like, this kind of sounds weird, but a lot of my, you know, sort of social meditation, as I call it, it's like, you know, really just checking out of the stuff that I have to do career-wise or work-wise and just really kind of, I have a very close circle of friends, so I, I kind of like to, and family, I guess, and I kind of like to go to them and that's count, counts to me as like social meditation, which really helps. What but do you mean, do guided meditation like social meditation, training. like actually just having a conversation? Yeah, I, I think for me, it's like really about having conversation, but having the right conversations, if that makes sense. Like not okay. just sort of going and talking about things that stress you out or things that are kind of like you're, that, that are on because your head. Because it's, self, you're it's, really it's self-perpetuating it's, to like tease at yeah. that stuff, right? Sometimes. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think it's also talking to the right people, you know, like having the people in your life that you can talk to about anything really and just sort of vent and explore stuff. And I talk about everything, like literally everything. And a lot of my close friends are not in the industry um, or not in the same industry as me. So I kind of have the benefit of being able to go to them and get their thoughts and stuff from like an outsider perspective, which is really nice. Okay. You know? And I get to talk about their, their industries that they're in. And it just lets me really check out for a while. And I really enjoy that. I think I that's the social meditation I'm talking about I guess that's actually really interesting so what do you get out of and you being a creative person so I probably should have actually had a header or some sort of flagging at the beginning and explaining your background I'll probably put this in the bio or something yeah uh, yeah it's Oscar week and you're starring in the movie in the best picture nominated film Lion with Oscar winner Nicole Kidman and Oscar Oscar nominee Dev Patel you play his brother that's is that correct I play no, that's not He's correct. One of his good I friends. Play, oh, okay, play, sorry. <laughs> I play university. No, that's all right. But I, it, it is easy to mix up because yeah, for the race a, thing, uh, is that also is that me racial? Is that me racial stereotyping? Like just assuming that you play his brother? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not maybe like. Not, oh, I'm a little bit concerned now. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, I haven't actually seen it. It's on the list though. Like I genuinely want to, but I've been really busy. Yeah. No, of course you have to go watch it. But um, no, no, no. I, I mean, it's it's easy to. Uh, like once you see it, you'll it'll it'll make sense. But, okay, we don't get uh, too much. He has a brother. And the brother's role is actually the role I auditioned for initially. Um, just okay. to sort of, I mean, that's I think maybe that's why I had it in my head. Yeah, you actually. I don't know if you remember, but I think when we were when when I was doing that, this was two thousand and two thousand. Sorry, can I? Yeah, whatever, dude. It's whatever. Podcast. It's what comes to mind. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just put for this for this particular episode. I'll just put explicit on the iTunes rating. Please, yeah, I am such a, I have such a foul mouth. Um, it, uh, I think it was 2014 or maybe early 2015 that mm. I auditioned for it. And um, I, I, yeah, I went in for the brother twice, actually. And I just wasn't right because, it, you know, the look and everything. But I remember telling everybody that I was going to, you know, audition for the brother, the, you know, my actor friends. And I think you were you were there at the time. So it might have been something that sure. kind of stuck. Where uh, are you yeah, feel stuck. that you're going? Do you feel that you're going into interviewee mode right now? in talking about work and is that bad no 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 not at all like that's the thing it's it's like what happens um how do you in in obviously in being an actor but i feel like the same experience that actors have when the camera goes on or in this case when we start recording that sense of social obligation Mm -hmm. is actually what happens for a lot of people in everyday conversation um with you with you being a person yeah with you being a person that has like is sort of can you know is being known as the quirky as the quirky guy and I forgive yeah. me if this is um, undermining but Australia's version of answer to Aziz Ansari. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. How <laughs> how do you up. do you feel that um, you don't apologize in conversations anymore, or you no, are just do you think that I you're mean, authentic? I- do you think you're authentically yourself all the time? I think, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Look, I sometimes feel like I do. Uh, okay, so when you were talking about the, uh, you know, actors, for example, when mm. when the mic comes on and, and sure. ask, start asking the question, yeah, again, a bit into um, that happens naturally. I think um, I think that could happen to musicians, or that could happen for artists of all type, right? Yeah. All types. But um, I think for me, 
I'm making a conscious effort. As, you, as, as you've asked that question, it's really important because I was thinking about this the other day and I thought, I'm going to make a conscious effort now going forward if I get interviewed in it anywhere or if I'm getting if I'm on a panel or people asking me questions or whatever, I'm yep. going to, you know, attempt to really be myself and be unapologetic about it because I feel like, you know, there's no reason, there's a lot of clones out there in the industry. And I recently, you know, I, I got asked a question in, in this sort of, uh, I guess, press about like, um, that's, that hasn't come out yet, but this little bit that they did asking me what would be my, my um, advice or something to younger actors or something like that. And yeah. I said, look, you know, the basic thing I kept thinking about was there are a lot of clones in the industry and there's no point being another clone, you know? Yeah. And I think it's it's important to just be yourself. And I know it's really like a lame corny thing that a lot of people say, like be yourself, yeah. be yourself, be yourself. But honestly, if you can check in with that and be like, who am I? What what kind of person am I? And, uh, you know, you can be quirky and weird and strange and mm. upbeat or friendly, whatever. But just kind of being yourself at all points is, is really difficult. But I think the more you can do it, the more authentic you are as a, as as an actor, or, you know, in this industry full of clones. I guess. So what does that? What I'm trying to say. So what does that mean to you? Is it just like in voicing your opinion in in every conversation you have, or is it just that you don't um, like yeah. compare? Like yeah, maybe yeah, give an example of when you held back and recently, or if you if you have in the past and now you've noticed that you don't do it anymore. Like, is it like, yeah, so and, and it can be like conscious. telling someone that you're rude or whatever, or telling someone that they're boring or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's about, you know, I think it's also about being polite and, you know, also, uh, you know, understanding that you uh, like context, you know, I think it's all about context, right? So I think it's about understanding where you are, who you're talking to. Um, are you engaging in a political debate or are you engaging in a social debate or engaging in uh, just a friendly chat, you know, yeah. like I think it's about knowing where you're at because a lot of actors, what they tend to do as well, I shouldn't say a lot of actors, a lot of artists or people that are on have platforms mm. um, tend to kind of, you know, uh, and really strong arm everything because they feel like they're in a platform to say this and say yes. that. But at the same time, it, yeah, it's really about what do you know about, you know, what we're talking about and also like, just giving your opinion is fine, but also just, you know, being like shutting other people out of their opinion is not fine. So, so when, I think, I think it's important. Yeah. So when recently Sorry, you, you mentioned before that you lately like have come to that realization that you just want to be yourself. Right. Um, yeah. And then, and there's with the caveat that you just explained that it's important to moderate that according to context. Um, I guess do you, you yeah. sort of, do you think the suggestion that honesty sometimes is synonymous with rudeness? Is that valid? It's just like annoying people basically yeah, just claiming their opinion and using honesty or I'm just being myself as an excuse or as license to being rude. Yeah. Look, as I said, it's about context, right? So I think, yes, yeah. sometimes people do use the honesty thing as an excuse slash, you know, kind of a, 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 a way to get out of a certain situation or a scapegoat yeah. or something. But I think you can really tell when people are being honest. Um, I think, you know, gen majority of people that listen in on stuff and, and watch interviews and stuff are quite smart and quite you yeah. know, intuitive. Yeah. So I think it's a real shame that a lot of artists uh, that get a platform kind of treat their audiences like they're stupid and, you know, talk to them like, no, no, it's just blah, blah, blah. I'm being, I'm being honest. This mm. is just how it is, you know? Yeah. And it's a matter of, I think people can see through the fog, you know, like that's, okay. that's a big thing. And I think it's a matter of the more honest you are. Well, I mean, people like that's a big generalization because if someone like Donald Trump is, has been elected on this platform, I think mm -hmm. of claiming or speaking the truth in a way that other people haven't. And it's refreshing for some people, but even, you know, the way that he's, a lot of people also 
constantly talk about it in our circles in Australia. And then a lot of people in California talk about that. He is not representing people's views and that they're ridiculous. Um, people, but that didn't, that didn't change the outcome of the election. So when you mean people can see through the fog, do you mean just people in your circle or educated people? No, no, no. no. Okay. Well, what I guess, yes, I should, Sure. I guess what I'm trying to say is that um, uh, sort of more educated people uh, can see through a lot of the fog because they've they've come in contact with a lot of uh, similar situations, for Mm -hmm. example, right? But what I'm also saying is that someone like, I mean, without getting too political here, I mean, someone like Trump uh, has probably got a presence in the the media uh, and he's got a presence off the media, you know, just in in normal life. So I guess like... The way he's connected to a lot of his voters and people that have voted him in, uh, you may not even know about how he kind of, you know, uh, spoke to them or how he kind of like, you know, uh, whatever the honesty of of Donald Trump is or Mm. was, um, kind of resonated because people understood what he was trying to say. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, whatever. All I'm trying to say is that, uh, you know, using your platform in the right way is really important, especially bringing it back to our industry and, and sort of, you know, where we're at because, Everyone has an opinion, I guess. So it's a matter of really like just, you know, I don't know. It's a matter of just kind of going, okay, do I know what I'm talking about here with this stuff? And like, how, how am I going to uh, connect to the people that are listening to me rather than sure. just trying to be something that they think they should be in interviews? Do you know, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, although, I mean, going back to what you said before about in given <laughs> that you're doing a lot more press for your work lately, so I think the question come, must yeah. come to your mind about how you're conducting yourself. Do you care about even having a platform? And how, do you think that your fundament, the way that you're representing yourself is fundamentally different from a few years ago when you were still, when you were still booking work, but it's just now uh, that yeah. it's just a little bit different? It, it's just changed a little bit. Yeah. Look, I, to answer your question firstly, absolutely, I think it's really important to have a platform. Okay. Um, because uh, just for myself, I know in Australia there aren't many actors that look like me or have mm. come from the same background as me um, that have the platform. Okay. So that how that's, just that's sorry really to inter- sorry to interrupt that. Keep note of the thought that you want to answer next. But just quickly, how how passionate are you about that cause? Like on a scale of one to ten, ten being the most passionate. Uh, pretty passionate, I would say. More more so than passionate, it's a part of me that I can't okay. really. You just expect. it's just so there really already. Talking- yeah. You know, it's, cool. it's inherent in me. Like, it, it is me. So it's, it's who I am. Like, it's really hard to, to kind of almost be like, oh, I really care about this thing. Because if I don't care about it, it like, I shouldn't be here. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. it, I have yeah, to care yeah. about it because it, yeah. is, it is who I am. And if I don't push, push behind that cause, um, there's no reason for my – like, there's no, there's no way that I can see my career sort of, like, you know, um, expanding and, and getting bigger and, and, like, really, you know, reaching the heights that I want to reach because – it's one thing to kind of sit here and be like, oh, I really care about, you know, having a platform for diverse actors. And then at the same time being like, oh, yeah, like I really care about how, I, I really am a diverse actor who needs a platform. Do you know what I mean? Right. There's, a, there's a sort of a difference between being one and caring about it. So I think for me, I'm just with it. That's me. Like I'm in there. So I definitely care about it. I would say 10 out of 10. Uh, Great. Um, to answer your question. But, you know, I think it's a matter of doing it the right way and it's a matter of really understanding the industry from all different angles and really understanding uh each specific case by case you know i yes. think a lot of people like to make generalized sweeping sweeping statements about the industry but i think it's really important to understand where you're at what's the project what's happening what country are you in what city are you in where are these actors coming from blah 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 so 
Um, yeah, I forgot my train of thought about the other question. I did, I, I did as uh, well, but I came up with another one that might be interesting. The theory that I guess, which I'll address another theory that I've been working on um, in speaking to artists, but um, one I think that you just probably concluded on maybe is that you dabbled in acting and then as as the profile of your work continues and as you generate your own stuff, your interest in and you having one platform about representing actors of diversity on screen or just actually just representing mm-hmm. real life, that's just yeah. organically coincided. Like it just sort of happens naturally. Would you agree with that? Do you think that's characterized your I think it happens. Yeah, I think journey? it happens naturally. I think look what I, you know, looking at my sort of last you can't force something. four years or so. Yeah. Like, you can't force, you know, you can't, you absolutely can't. And I think the world is, you know, okay, so around you, I feel like the the environment's changing or always changes to some in some way. Um, so it's about, like, sometimes people are like, oh, man, you know, you're so lucky because, you know, in the last couple of years, like, you know, this diversity thing is really, um, has opened up a lot of doors. Yes. Um, so does that really technically benefit you? And I said like yeah well of course like I'd be Mm. sort of silly to sit here and say like no it doesn't benefit me but at the same time um I also think you know you have to look at as again you have to look at it by case by case right so you have to really look at what projects going on what projects have I been a part of and what were they looking for and did I fit that description in the bill and that's is that how I started sort of working on them and also a matter of did my expertise increase as an actor and did my skills increase increase right. as an actor over the last four years and I, I would say that they have yeah okay. um so this is actually so being better at yeah, your job basically both of them you know yeah exactly right yeah. you just get better at your job and people want to hire you no matter sort of how you look sometimes and i think that's a really nice place to be at you know have you had, um, and have, i don't feel yeah. like i'm absolutely 100 percent there yet but i feel like i'm sort of heading in that direction which is which is a nice thought. That's cool. So have you had a had have you had a realization sort of that you've only come to in hindsight, like with the benefit of hindsight, about why you've arrived at the point that you are in currently? Because I I'm and, this, a, and I guess that sort know, of that, across- that points to my my understanding thus far is that when people are too results driven in the creative field or obsessed with tangible goals, it works to their detriment. Oh, interesting. Um, how how do you mean? Sort of like uh, well, uh, do you mean? I mean, like I guess so something like um, when you did the Casuals, which was a series that Arca made. Uh-huh. Um, you just you, did you do it for the sake of basically just making something, just to keep busy, and then it turned into something else, Look, and you got the benefit of it later, and that was different to what you intended. Well, there's two reasons I think I mainly did the casuals, or two or three reasons. One of them was to collaborate with uh, Catherine, who's a co-creator. Okay. So her and I uh, worked together on that. For the, that was the first time we'd ever worked together. And she was a songwriter, musician, and singer at the time, and she wanted to get into TV writing, and okay. uh, which she is in TV writing now. And we both always actually go back and thank the casuals and always have a laugh about it because wow. we're always like, you know, and we only did one, se- we only did one series. Right. Um, you know, like we didn't, we didn't continue and keep, keep, keep going. Um, we like, this was the time when crowdfunding was not as, uh, sort of, you know, like there wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't every, <laughs> you know, Tom, Dick and Harry doing yeah, a crowdfunding right. campaign about their like latest short film or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't as saturated. So, um, we were one of the first, oh, you know, we were one of the early, early sort of adopters of crowdfunding in Sydney, especially for creative projects like mm-hmm. web series, etc. Yep. Right. So we're really flattered by the fact that 
we did this project and we got so much money for it at the time. Um, in retrospect, Casuals for me was a really good launching pad to like a kind of put myself in a role, uh, write a role for myself slash put myself in a role that um, I wanted to, you know, that 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 I felt like I could play that I felt like I the, these are the kind of roles that I could go for in, in comedy but I just didn't have the opportunity to to book a role like that I didn't really right. um, feel like that was open to me so that was one reason uh, Catherine also was of the same thing going you know of the same uh, idea saying like we should put you in this role that people can see and be like hang on like you know he can play this really straight sort of comedy thing mm. um, also at the same time I wanted to direct and okay. that's something that was really really big for me the casuals of thing that I, that I personally took most out of it was learning how to direct. And really, okay. I wouldn't say that I came out of the casuals and learned how to direct, but I yeah. came out of the casuals and I was like, wow, I threw myself in the deep end there yeah, and sure. really just got behind the camera and worked with an extraordinarily talented crew who all of them now, like most of the heads of department of that, that show are doing really, really well at the moment. Some of them got films in, in big festivals. Some of them are, That's you know, amazing. Uh, on TV, some of them, blah, blah, blah. So, and some of them are in LA, actually, a lot of the actors, um, and they're doing okay as well. They're all kind of, you know, have spread their wings a little bit. So it was a really nice project, root, ground roots sort of, you know, grassroots sort of project that really got um, people who wanted to uh, explore their, their horizons together and that, that felt like, you know, the industry was tough or whatever. So they kind of made their own thing. And I still get emails, man. And, and really? I still get like sort of. So like, was it really? Is was it really yeah. as simple as you and Catherine were creative friends, and you were just like, "Hey, we just want to get ahead in the industry," and yeah. you just yeah. had an idea, so you just well, went ahead and made it. Is it that? Was it that simple? Well, I'll tell you how it was a bit serendipitous. I think what happened was that me and Catherine met when we worked at a call center together. Okay. <laughs> so we worked at a wine call center together, and yep. the show, if anyone goes and watches, it is about a wine call center. It's yeah. about sort of creatives who work in a wine call center. So it was yeah. really a cat matter of you know it's the classic writing comedy writing thing of like write what you know and yeah like look right. around your environment and be like this has been funny so we kind of like looked around and we were like you know what this is really hilarious that there's all these like creative people here and they have to sell wine on the phone all yeah. day but all they really want to do is be like auditioning and the irony of you know, selling wine as well like like exactly. medication <laughs> to rich people or whatever it's interesting yeah yeah um, totally absolutely yeah. the calls i dealt with were hilarious you know so much pressure for like getting some wine delivered. So, you know, we just thought all that stuff was really funny. And, um, we just literally had sat next to each other. So we, you know, I rocked up to work one day and I'm sat next to her and we started talking and we just got along and we both had this idea of writing a show. And I said, what about writing a show about this place? And she was like, Oh, that's pretty funny. And then we literally just met over like, you know, a period of months and just kind of got it together over a year. So right. that was great. Okay. And so, I still get emails, people going, Hey man, I watched casuals. It was really great. Really, you know, that's um, awesome. really inspired me to go make my own. So it was a pretty long journey, but also quite a simple one. Yeah. Long and simple, but also, you know, at the time it didn't feel too simple because I didn't really know how to direct. Right. I didn't really know how to get like a production sure, together. Sure, uh, sure. Um, we can, we just, first time we were crowdfunding, Teaching yourself. Uh, writing scripts and getting, edits done like making sure that you know drafts were being sort of pushed out every week um making sure that we had a time limit to work on getting a producer blah 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 so all that stuff's really important and it really taught me a lot about the filmmaking process which which has helped me to, to come to this point where i've made a bunch of other shorts and, and mm. a documentary and i'm do working you, another short that, that i want to the, direct now that you've done well. projects that where you've basically done what you know do you think that that theory still functions successfully? Or do you think the other one that I've heard is to write what you're interested in? 
and now that your your is your sort of your place as an actor is growing organically do you think you're moving away from writing what you know and you have the confidence to just sort of write whatever yeah this is an interesting point because uh it's a great question because i feel like you're right there is a little bit of a trend of um, moving away from writing what you know as you start to um, grow a little bit. If yeah. you look at people like even like you know like Ricky Gervais and stuff who yeah. written like The Office yeah. um, because that's where he was in. That was, that was the environment he was in. Um, and then he got you know pushed out of that because he obviously became more successful. Yeah. So he started writing about things he was more interested in. Yes. Um, which you can see with his like show Derek and stuff, right? If you have anyone mm. watched that, you know he's writing about an autistic character. So um, look, and Catherine always says this to me as well. I mean, she's got all these scripts that she's working on at the moment. They're not things like you know they don't uh, they're not about things that she's sort of been a part of, like some one, some, one of them is like a crime thing, one of them is set in Melbourne, one of them is blah, 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 something else. So mm-hmm. she's also moved away from that. And, and I could say for myself is I've definitely moved away from it, um, naturally, I would say. Yeah. Um, however, in saying that, I don't that I wouldn't write about something I know, you know, like I feel like if okay. there was something around me that was inter- interesting enough um, that I felt like I really want to write about this because it's yeah. interesting, I would. Yeah. Um, however, like the latest short film that I've written, which I want to get, uh, made and direct uh, that I want to direct is about you know uh, like the condition of sort of uh, immigrant visas and and, and, a, and an immigrant coming into Australia to work uh, under these sort of I feel like I'm trying to make a comment on you know uh, I don't know like sort of being stuck between a rock and a hard place yeah um, uh, yeah right and really focusing on one character story and that's not I've never been a part of that, you know, like yeah. that's never really happened to me in my life, but I have met a lot of people, uh, younger guys and stuff from overseas that have gone through that and lived through that. So they're the people that I spoke to, um, that I remember stories from, uh, I looked up some articles and stuff that really kind of inspired me to write it. Um, yeah. So in saying that I've done both, I feel, you know? Yeah. Right. So I think that's, that's, no, it's cool. It's also, I think the lesson that I'm getting from this conversation is simple. Simplicity is key. And not Absolutely. trying to complicate things and not being, I mean, cons- being practical totally. and being concerned with working on goals, but not being too preoccupied with the end result. hundred percent. Look, I think, yeah. I think having goals is, you know, uh, like everyone will tell you that it's so important and it's yeah. true. Um, especially when I was writing this short, I kind of gave myself uh, like a month or two to just make sure that I was getting some stuff ticked off and then sending it around for people to read and and give me feedback. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to not get preoccupied with the end result. I think it's really like, I'll tell you, I've been sitting on this film for like almost a, it's going to be a year by the time I make it. So I finished the script in July, August, like this year. And it's just a short, it's only 15 minutes or whatever, but you know, um, it's just been sitting around because I've had to get a crew together. I've had to get a producer on board and yeah. you know, some people that are film moves really slowly though, the process. So that's just, yeah. Everyone's juggling a bunch really, of spinning really plates. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so you really have to like look at it as long term, uh, and not such short term. You can turn things around really quickly if you want to. Like I shot this documentary about, um, uh, recently about a, this, uh, this, Disabled. Uh, she has MS, um, and she's a painter and an artist. And she actually tragically passed away after we we shot the film and, and did the documentary and screened it. Oh, okay. And they got My into few festivals worldwide. So, yeah, no, I mean, it was it, it, her family's really you know proud of it and like they're so happy for the fact that we made that. It's almost like a living memory. We didn't even intend to do that. You know, it was right. just something yeah. that we kind of made about her just because yeah. she was someone that uh, the producer knew. Um, so like, you know, that happens as well. Oh, it's pretty interesting what you can, 
and, and as I'm saying, I'm just trying to point out that it is a long-term process and it can, you can kind of live on. Sure. You know? um, so yeah, it's a matter of finding the right thing that you feel passionate about. Yeah. Right. So not like not forcing, not, not forcing it basically a little bit too much. Um, I think I feel I need, I want. Mm. At the moment. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> Well, I think some of them are still the same. I think uh, I'm enjoying this conversation because okay. it's really pulling out a lot of, um, you know, uh, my thought processes about things that I haven't really thought about for yeah. a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like I want to probably write some more now. Okay, so, that's great. It's so, inspiring. Yeah, talking about like stuff that you're passionate about is clearly inspiring. Yeah, um, I think yeah, I feel. Yeah, because that's I'm, been on the back burner yeah. for, for a lot of, due to my lot of acting stuff recently. So it's kind of nice to feel like I want to go back and, and work on something. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, I still need to, <laughs> I need to go and exercise still. I'm okay. doing that. Sure. Um, and I want, yeah, I want to explore sort of more uh, things that you kind of have thought about talking about. I think this right, is cool. a really interesting conversation. Is there, is there, no, that's pretty much it. I think now right. that sort of, I do want to ask though, if you can answer in one sentence, because the answer to this question probably would change if I asked you tomorrow, but today, why do you think you are an actor or why do you work in the industry? Um, look, I would say today that I feel like it's because I want to give, I want to give back. I really want to give, uh, Okay, maybe let me rephrase that. Um, not so much <laughs> that I want to be honest back. as possible. It doesn't need to be today pretentious. I feel like, <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Uh, today, I think today the reason I feel like I want to be an actor is because I really love, you know, I love working behind a character. Like I really, yeah, really right. do. I really love building a character. I really love being able to uh, um, sort of, you know, explore different facets of humanity and 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 different sort of, you know, uh, all the different type of people that exist in the world. I, I can't wait to sort of play more and more characters and explore all these different sort of, um, you know, aspects of, of uh, different professions and people from different industries and people uh, doing different things. So, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on a project at the moment that it's about to start shooting in a few weeks and uh, it's set in a world that's some, you know, I have zero um, sort of knowledge, prior with, knowledge about yeah. that world, the technicalities of that world. I just know basic things. So I'm really excited to get behind um, that project in terms of research and really learn about what it's like to be that that profession yeah. or that character yeah. you know so that's something that i'm really excited by and driven by all the time and do you think that if i asked you that question yesterday or the last week would the answer be different look i think it would be similar to be honest because okay. i feel like i that's go through good. sort of waves of feelings so maybe yeah it lasts for a while and then something else might sort of change my you know sometimes i get a little bit passionate about you know, I just want to work on big projects with sort of bigger actors or sometimes yeah. I feel like I just want to be, uh, do something a little bit more meaningful and yes. sometimes I feel like I want to, you know, do it for just because, you know, whatever. So I, I think it, just it will change, on, but I think sometimes yeah. it's, sticks around the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right. Well, um, we'll, we'll let you go to the gym and good luck at the Oscars next okay. week. <laughs> Um, hey, or this um, this coming I'm Sunday, um, yes. we'll look out for you. Um, and yeah, yes. good luck on the new series. <laughs> and guys, until next time, thank you, Arca Das. Make sure to check out Thanks, Lion currently in cinemas. All right, see you, man. Thank you. Thanks.